0: Coming up, week one of the NFL season is here. Cody Fry joins me. We go through five NFL games. We give you a quick analysis. Uh, we talk about the lines, overs, unders, prop bets of each of those games. And we end with a parlay of the week from me. Coming up. Your best bet. Welcome to Your Best Bets. We are finally here. It's football season. Uh, really excited to talk about week one of the NFL slate. We got five games that we're going to discuss tonight. Uh, it's actually a really good slate of games for, for opening week. Um, there's a lot of marquee uh, games, couple of playoff rematches. So a lot to get into. And uh, joining me to break down week one. It's Cody it. Cody, are you ready for the NFL?
1: I am so ready.
0: And, and right now, are uh, I think we're both keeping an eye on this uh, Cowboys-Buccaneers game, which has got off to a pretty nice start. So uh, we might mention if anything happens during that game. Um, what's, your, what's your betting strategy for this week, opening week? Are you going to kind of slowly roll into it and, and get a feel for these teams, or are you just
1: diving right in? Um, as of right now, I'd like to just slowly get into it. I mean, you really don't know how teams are going to go. I'll probably focus more on uh, individual player and prop bets as opposed to game outcomes. If so, probably just going on points and not necessarily the money line. Yeah, I
0: mean, I I think I mentioned this last year a couple uh, of the couple podcasts that I, I really like these touchdown anytime touchdown parlays um, I hit a couple of these last year three or four guys that have really nice matchups um, you know teams that it, it's a really narrow span of guys that might score you know unlike the game tonight <laughs> the Buccaneers the Buccaneers Cowboys game where I had first touchdown on uh, Antonio Brown but it was Chris Godwin and the Bucks have a huge, wide range of guys that can score. And, you know, I, I like to focus on teams generally that have a smaller range of guys and then parlay three or four of those together. You can get really nice odds. So I like doing that. Um, I, I told myself I'm going to slowly get into, um, you know, the season here. Um, but then I saw myself throwing together parlays that included the Bucks tonight. Um, you know, my, my whole premise this year is less parlays, more, um, you know, single bets, you know, straight up. So I like to do money line parlays of some favorites to get it over, you know, plus 100 and then go heavy on that. And uh, that's my strategy, at least for now. It probably change after a potentially disastrous week one. Um, But I like like the idea of focusing on single players versus teams because it feels like you have – A better idea of what a single player is going to do, maybe versus a team.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, especially playing the matchups. um, You know, this first couple weeks is kind of a little rough, not knowing how one team can change from one year to the next. Obviously, staying away from rookies most likely, um, unless we're you know doing props on interceptions or turnovers. I feel like those are maybe a little bit safer with your rookie quarterbacks, but. You know, I'd I'd like to stay away from the parlays, but, you know, there's always that chance of uh, hitting gold or or hitting it big with that. Um, But at the same time, there's always a downfall, and I feel like there's always an upset that you just never saw coming from week to week. Exactly. First game we're going to talk about. It is the Pittsburgh Steelers
0: at the Buffalo Bills. It's obviously a... um, a rematch of, uh, you know, what we saw last year in the playoffs. Um, the Bills coming off a huge season where they reach the AFC championship game. This is at Buffalo. The Bills are favored by six and a half. The over-under right now is at 48 and a half. And for one, what I've seen, this number has mostly stayed stagnant throughout this week. Um, so, you you know, you could you could potentially, you know, pay up to get the Steelers close at seven. Um but this game is to me, Cody. Um, it's it's can can the Bills back up what they you know the breakout season from last season? Um, you know, obviously Josh Allen is um, a huge architect of the attack there. Um, not a lot of not a lot of expected from the running game as far as you know. Uh, that's that's not how they're going to move the ball. They're going to do it through the air. Um, you know, Singletary in the backfield, Zach Moss, they got Matt Breida, but this team that, that likes to throw, that like to go down the field, um, Josh Allen moving around, I think the defense is pretty good, really good secondary, but I think it's a bend-don't-break kind of defense. And on the other side, the Steelers, to me, um, a team that has a really nice passing attack, but I'm really worried about can they block for Big Ben. And, uh, you know, a lot's made of Najee Harris. Uh, you know, he's a really nice kind of pick for the rookie of the year i think you know around plus 1000 you could get him i think he's gonna be great year but can the offensive line hold up in this game for ben who by the way is in the best shape of his life uh according to him
1: yeah yeah you know i guess that uh you know on paper this feels like a game where although the bills are favored They almost um, are coming in as that underdog role, but you know to prove that they weren't those one-hit wonders. And I feel like Josh Allen, you know, he's going to be there for years to come. Obviously, that helped out getting a true number one wideout last year in Diggs, and we saw how that worked out for them. Um, You know, and so when I look at this game, I guess it comes down to me for um, how well that Buffalo can also run the ball. I think you know that you you know you have Diggs, you have. Dawson Knox you've got Gabe Davis you have a really good receiving core that Josh Allen seems to have a lot of chemistry with but at the same time you have those pass rushers from the Steelers who you know I mean I guess now TJ Watts the um, highest paid defensive player in the NFL so I know their deal got done um, mm-hmm. yeah. you know so I think like, you, you never really know what you're going to get I think the Bills are going to have to run the ball um, I'm pretty high on Zach Moss. I like him a whole lot more than Devin Singletary. I think the Singletary's uh, probably a bigger threat as a, uh, catching balls out of the backfield than I think like, Zach Moss is probably a little bit better of a true runner than what he is. But yeah, then on the other side, you know, you have Chase Claypool, and I think that Juju's going to be out to prove that you know, last year was a pretty big down year for him, and he kind of ate Crow a whole lot with some statements that he made. But if you look back to last season, the Steelers were really humming along until they – lost to the bills and it kind of put them in a tailspin for the rest of the year. So I think the Steelers, you know, they've got something on their mind to prove that they're a better team. And at the same time, the bills are kind of that young up and comer that for the last couple of years, has not been a great team. And, you know, they kind of seem to be that in a prime position to take that, uh, um, division now with, uh, Miami, being what they are, the Jets obviously being probably out of it completely, and then also having uh, the Patriots starting a rookie quarterback. The, As I mentioned, the thing that gives me pause with the Steelers'
0: offense and it is starting two rookies, um, left tackle Dan Moore, center to Kendrick Green rookies. They've got a second-year lineman as well, so it's a really young – Line. It's got a lot of questions. I, I'm used to Roethlisberger just getting banged around. Um, you know, I just, I expect him to play well, um, in this game. I expect the Steelers to, um, I think I expect them to be better than a lot of people think. I mean, I think people forget that this is a team that started 11-0 last year. And I really still think Mike Tomlin is a hell of a coach. And I do like the defense. So what I'm getting to, Cody, is I like the Steelers at the plus 6.5. I I think this is a close game. I think Buffalo probably wins the game. But I'll take the 6.5. And I also kind of like the under as well in this game um i saw a stat that in the last 50 Steelers games they've been under 35 of the 50 so traditionally they just play these lower scoring games in the low 20s so i like a 24 21 type of game um, but i like the Steelers here who do you got
1: yeah yeah i'm actually going to flip the script and say that i like the bills at the six and a half um there's something about them last year i think they're probably the biggest threat in the afc to uh Not necessarily knock off the Chiefs because I don't believe that anyone's going to be able to do that um, this year at least. Um, But they have a very young nucleus. They have an actually really good offensive line and and their defensive line is pretty good. The thing you have to wonder about the Bills is that although they have a pretty good defensive line and they're pretty good at defense, they really don't generate much of a pass rush. So that might play into the Steelers' hands a little bit. So I think that on top of the Bills you know, being able to get a pass rush going – I think, that you know, for me, it's really more about the Steelers' run game because the Bills have a really good secondary, and, you know, if they can't get any sort of a run game going, I really think it's going to be a long day for Big Ben. 65% of the the bets
0: are coming in on the Bills at this point, so the public is definitely on your side here. Um, I, one prop I would target, I do like Harris, Najee Harris, over 59 half yards uh, in this game. Next game is the LA Chargers at the Washington football team. This line has moved a couple points earlier in the week. Cody, it was um, the the Washington was getting a point at home, and now it's it's shifted where it is uh, Washington favored by one. And this to me has the feel of a game that's. It's, it's, it's one of the three or four best defenses in the league in Washington. Um, you know, To me, they had a ton of quarterback issues last year. They played Taylor Heineke in a playoff game, and they were kind of in it against the Super Bowl champs. And they got an upgrade Fitz, with Fitzpatrick. I mean, you can say what you want, but that's a clear upgrade. It's got to be worth a win or two. I I mentioned in the divisional shows. I love Washington. I got a I got a Super Bowl bet on them as a long shot. I think this team is going to make a jump. So with that said, I, you know we got a West Coast team coming East. We got they're they're sort of the 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 kind of the darling of the off season. The Chargers are and with and, and this is a team I really like by the way. Justin Herbert is you know expected to keep you know kind of continue on what he did from the rookie season where he set a bunch of records brandon staley's coming over great defensive head coach uh, or defensive minded guy that's going to bring that to the table and this is a team that had a bunch of injuries last season but i'm i'm siding with washington here um
1: cody what are you thinking Yeah, I'm thinking Washington as well. I think there's some uneasiness going around about um, Austin Eckler and maybe what his health is right now. I'm still of a belief that he'll probably play, but at this point he's missed the last two days of practice, including today. So, you know, that's certainly something to monitor and something that could shift this line um, a whole lot more. Um, So, yeah, if you can get it on Washington with where they're at now, I feel like that line might grow a little bit if uh, Eckler ends up Not uh, not being in the game, but I like the under on it. This has all the feels of Washington. It's not necessarily a high scoring team, although you don't know if it's Patrick's going to They have an upgrade. Logan Thomas for being a converted quarterback at tight end. He had kind of a breakout year with really no quarterback to throw to him last year. Antonio Gibson, I think that he's a complete stud. I'm really high on him. And then, you know, Terry McLaurin's done nothing but prove people wrong, and they got Curtis Samuel as well. So suddenly you see that uh, Washington's maybe not this inept offense that we're used to seeing with already having just a really stout, stout defense.
0: I couldn't agree more. I I think they're going to have a real offense to go with one of the best defenses in the league. Um you know again i like the chargers i actually i i think i expect them to win 10 games and make the playoffs i just think this is a big ask for them to win this game at washington so i would lay the one with washington it sounds like you're on that side as well
1: next game
0: is oh you got one more thing
1: yeah i just want to poke out or a little prop bet for that that i really like um You know, you can get Antonio Gibson for over 84 and a half yards combined rushing and receiving. I really like that, as well as having over two and a half receptions a game. They really seem to be uh, uh, high on him and what he offers as far as being that kind of new prototype of an NFL back, which is much of a pass catching threat as he is a rushing threat. I, I agree. I think he's gonna have a
0: monster year. I I got him in. I yeah, I got him in our fantasy draft in late in the second round, and I was so excited to see him still there. Um, yeah, he's a pick so before me, so be I awesome. appreciate that. <laughs> Washington as uh, at fifty two percent of the bets coming in, and actually sixty six percent of the money. So that's a huge. Huge take on uh, the public is, is on the uh, Washington as well. It's not always a good thing, but I, I, I'm, I'm we're, we're both on that side here. Uh, next game is a game that is really interesting to me. Is the uh, it's the debut of Mac Jones. Uh, everything that's happened around that organization um, in the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, it's it's New England Miami. Um, this game is going off with it's it's exactly uh, New England minus three of course uh, you know the home team usually gets that so the, uh, Vegas sees this as a dead even game um, you know the uh, the big story is going to be Mac Jones um, you know with Cam Newton being released and Belichick handing the, the team to Mac you know it seems like he's you know Tom Brady 2.0 in a way you know he's he's a, Really good decision maker can can really spread the ball around, read defense as well. He's got pretty good arm strength, but he's going to be more, um, you know, kind of lauded for his decision making. And it seems like that's something Belichick really, you know, trusted uh, in making the decision to go with him over Cam. Um, and then meanwhile in Miami, it's you know in, in the first divisional show we did, uh, I had Drew on. He's a big Dolphins fan. He said it's all about Tua. Um, you know, he had a lot of injuries obviously last year. You know. Also being pulled in and out of games, you know, for Fitzpatrick. So this is the keys are handed to him finally. Uh, What's your thoughts on this game?
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, Mac Jones. um, It's probably not going to be flashy. Not you know, you've seen the all the memes of him with his shirt off, like all the comparisons to Brady of just these kind of just unathletic white quarterbacks. But he might end up being you know, at least for these next couple years, the best out of this draft class or the most immediate success so um you know this is type of game where i actually like the dolphins i took them at plus three um rookie quarterback first nfl start you know as much as i like mac jones you know i feel like the patriots have a probably top five offensive line they have a good defense of course they're missing stefan gilmore for a while you know, there's a couple things yeah. that are uneasy about the Dolphins. Tagaviola wasn't voted a captain. I know everyone's making a big deal of that. Of It's kind of almost a shoo-in, and that's voted by the team. So you're not sure, you know, if they're all in on him. They're still trying to go on the Deshaun Watson train. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes with that. But there's definitely a couple of props that I really like on this. I like the... Uh, Um, I like both quarterbacks to be over a half of an interception, basically both of them to both throw a pick. I think that, you know, with two really good defenses, especially one rookie quarterback, one in his second year, that might be pretty likely. And then I also like Jerome Baker, the linebacker for the Dolphins, um, kind of their, so to speak, breakout star of the defense last year. Um, I like him over four and a half tackles. And then Tagovaiola showed last year that, you know, if it's not in the red zone, he's really in on Devontae Parker and, especially with Will Fuller being suspended for the first couple of games. I like Devontae Parker having over three and a half receptions as well. and uh, Those are kind of some of the props that I'm really digging for that game. I'm with
0: you on the, the Dolphins getting the three. Um, I, I think this is a, a field goal game. Um, if you can find three and a half anywhere, I think that's, that's the play, but I, I would even be okay with a three and I, the, the under's are already a low number, 43 and a half, but I, I think this is a 2017 type of game. I would take the first half under. And I, uh, one of my favorite guys in the league, and I think is going to have a really big year behind this offensive line, which is one of the best offensive lines in the league, is Damian Harris. I, I think he's going to have a great year. And um, his rushing receiving yards is over 76 and a half. I would take that over in this game. I think he's going to get a heavy dose, especially with uh, you know Mac making his debut. Um, But we both like the Dolphins there. Um, You know, I I, I think that's going to be a good one. Uh, The next game, uh, I I would say it's probably the marquee game of the week. And and by the way, 65% of the bets are on the Patriots uh, in that that game. Uh, Marquee game of the week, I believe, would – and maybe you'll disagree with this, I'm not sure, but I I think it's the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. I I think – based off of the divisional playoff game last year where the Browns really had a good chance to win when Mahomes went out. Um, you know, Baker played really well, and they were in that game till the very end until Chad Henney came in and saved the day for the Chiefs. Um, this game is going off with uh, the Chiefs favored by six. Sorry, I lost my spot. Is that six? Yes. Um, the... The thing that I was worried about with the Chiefs, Cody, and I talked about this in our divisional show, was um, they have five new offensive linemen. Um, uh, you know, they they have they had a couple in the draft. They had one that opted out in twenty twenty, and then of course they have made a couple of trades. But this is a completely turned over offensive line. But from all indications, um, this is this is a line that they like that they're really gelling well together. So some of my questions have been. I, I not not necessarily answered, but it sounds like Reed feels good about them. He's played them all throughout preseason. He's played um, he's played their starters quite a bit to get that kind of that rhythm and that flow. Um, you know, and, and Cleveland on the other side. To me, I, I mentioned earlier about um, you know Josh Allen stepping up and and kind of repeating last year. I think this is the same thing with the Browns and a uh, you know. A, 425 game. All eyes will be on this game. Can the Browns back up what they what they did at the end of the last season, and they really became a team to be reckoned with? This is a team that's got a ton of talent on both sides of the ball. Um, I think they're gonna have a huge year. I love Nick Chubb. Uh, what do you see in this game?
1: Yeah, I like the Chiefs with the six. Um, I mean, beating a team of Arrowhead is is a task in itself. You know, I guess it's one of those things that um, it would really be the Cleveland thing to do to just come in here and lay an egg. Um, They started out a little rough last year, ended up turning things around, ended up being a really complete team. Um, You know, I look for the Browns to probably try to establish the run as much as possible and just feed Chubb as much as they can. Um, Kansas City does not have a great D. They have a pretty good pass rush. That's got to be a little bit worrisome for someone like Baker Mayfield, who uh, can get happy feet sometimes and maybe not set a stance when he's throwing, when he feels a little bit rushed. But then at the same time, you know, the Browns have a really good defensive line, good secondary, good linebacking core. And, you know, I I know I hear a lot of people being pretty high on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but, you know, rushing behind that completely new offensive line and also knowing that, the Chiefs and Andy Reid don't ever really commit to a full-fledged running attack. I think it's it's hard to trust any running back in that system. Um, you know, I like Mayfield throwing over 216 and a half yards. I think that they're going to be playing catch-up for a good portion of this game. Maybe not down by a lot, but maybe trading touchdowns. I also like him throwing, a, there was a, a bet on their .5 interceptions. I think that he's bound to make probably one mistake. And then my safe is uh, I really like the over of 54.5 of what I had. And then uh, Nick Chubb getting over 13.5 carries. Um, I know they have Kareem Hunt. They like to use him a lot too. But at the same time, he's also used more as a pass catcher in that offense uh, about just as much as he would be carrying the ball. So you like the Chiefs minus five? I do.
0: Well, it's I, I, see, I see it's five now. It was six, so it must be some – some uh, some money coming in on Cleveland, but I'm with you. I, I went back and forth on this one, and i, I like the I like the Browns long term for this season. I, I like them to win the AFC North, especially with all the injuries the Ravens have endured, even today. Um, sure, man. but but I think it's a big ask for them to go win this game. Um, and, and deal with the the offensive firepower that the Chiefs bring. Reed is great off of buys, and, and week one to me is kind of like a long bye week, so he'll be his team will be really prepared. I like Chubb, as I mentioned. I think he has a chance to lead the league in rushing yards this year because it's a team that wants to run the ball and run play play action off of that. Um, but I, I so I do like Chubb to score uh, at plus one hundred. I think that's a good bet. Um, and I do like, uh, uh, sorry, I had it here. Uh, Tyreek Hill, I like him over 80 and a half yards in this game. I think he'll catch you know, one of his patented deep balls. So I'll, I'm also on the Chiefs minus five here with you. Uh, looks like, as far as what the public is doing, 63% of the bets are on the Chiefs, which I don't think is too big of a surprise.
1: no, no. Last game
0: is the Green Bay Packers against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, this game is uh, being played in uh, Jacksonville due to uh, the hurricane. Uh, so the Packers, and I thought this was a little low, Cody, at least in my opinion, uh, only favored by three and a half. Uh, obviously the big question mark with the Saints is uh, Jameis Winston taking the keys to the organization from Drew Brees. Um Jameis we know is talented he can throw the ball downfield um he likes to throw the ball to the other team quite often the last time he played in 2019 he led the league with 30 picks um and the Packers I I think obviously the story of the offseason was was the Aaron Rodgers saga it seems to be the situation where this is the last ride with him with Green Bay um you know, this is a talented team on both sides of the ball. Um, we know what they can bring with Aaron Jones, Devante Adams. Um, they have they have some offensive line uh, questions as well. Corey Lindsley left; um, and he went to LA, so they got a new uh, new rookie center, uh, kid from Ohio State. Uh, That's right. His name, yeah, his name's slipping my mind, but he's Josh new starting Myers. center. Yep, and uh, so you know, there, there's. You know, the Packers offensive line is a question. You know, Cameron Jordan on the other side. There's, you know, but to me, I I just – I have too many questions about Jameis, and and I do like him, but I think this is a big ask for the Saints to win this game, especially not, you know, losing a home game. Um, You know, I love Alvin Kamara. Um, I, I, I like some of the pieces in the secondary, but to me the Packers are just too strong, too talented.
1: Yeah, I agree. I was a little surprised with the three and a half, um, just with it, you know, um, being in Jacksonville and all of the unknowns on the side of New Orleans. I think that you have to worry about, obviously, they're very thin in the secondary. It's just not somewhere that you'd like to be your position that you would want to take when you're facing Aaron Rodgers. I know they just traded for Bradley Roby, another Ohio State Buckeye, but I believe he's suspended for the first week and won't be able to play. So... You know, I really like the Packers in this game. Um, you know, they've just kind of been that constant. They've had some drama this offseason. It's probably the last year for Rodgers, and, you know, so be it. I think they still have a talented roster, even without having Rodgers there. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a loss to to lose a, one of the top quarterbacks in the game. But I uh, actually know, like, if you could tease it up a little bit, I would feel safe on doing that, even if you're teasing it up into the five-and-a-half, six range on the Packers. But... I really like the Packers in this game. I'm not high on the Saints. Um, I think you'll see a significant drop-off just in how they play with Breeze not being there. And, you know, if you look even recently, Breeze hasn't been what he was even the last couple of years. Um, Some props I really like in that game. um, I like Robert Tanyan, Big Bob, the tight end for the Packers, as being an anytime touchdown scorer. I believe he had 10 or 11 touchdowns last year uh rogers does love to throw to his tight ends all that could also go to mercedes lewis um i also like the longest completion for rogers you can get uh, over 37 and a half yards feel like he's bound to get that uh, one or two free plays a game where he draws the other team offsides and gets a free play um that's where you look for someone like uh, valdez scantling uh, one of the faster players on the packers to really get a completion there and then I've uh, read a stat and said that on games that Michael Thomas doesn't play, Alvin Kamara averages around 158 yards from scrimmage a game. So right now you can get the, get him for 111, total, or 111 and a half total yards for the game. So I feel like that's pretty safe. I don't really know what the Saints have outside of Kamara in this game. Although, you know, a couple of years ago, the first time that Winston ever played the Packers, he threw for uh, just under 300 yards, two touchdowns and no interceptions, which is uh, a really good line for him considering what he's been like. So you don't know what Winston they're going to get. He was able to study last year behind Breeze. Um, looks like he's lost a considerable amount of weight. Um, you know, maybe you learn from his mistakes. He's always had all the talent in the world, but his decision-making has never quite panned out from being that number one pick.
0: Yeah, some good, some good points there. I, I like your um... – First of all, I love Robert Tonyan. I, I think I cashed a couple of first t- first touchdown bets on him last year, so um, I love that. Aaron Jones, I'm I'm really big on. It. I think he's he's you know guy that's obviously really involved in the passing game as well. So over two and a half receptions, I like him there, um, and I also like him for. Um, uh, over 19 and a half receiving yards. I think he get, catches three or four balls, 30 something yards. So I think he hits both of those. And Alvin Kamara over 13 and a half rushes. Uh, I think this the Saints team is is going to be more run prominent, more run base. Um, you know, Marquez Calloway is the number one receiver. Uh, you know, yes, they had Drew Brees who couldn't throw the ball past 15 yards last year and they have a guy that can but it's it it may not be a situation where sean payton's comfortable with Jameis slinging it at this point in the season so i think they'll be really relying on the run game at least as much as they can be Um, so we both like the packers there to cover and there's some props we like as well uh cody anything else from week one you got any other parlays any other games that you like uh that we don't you know necessarily have time to go in depth on but anything else specifically
1: unfortunately you know in the nfl i i don't all my eyes are pretty much on ohio state and oregon on saturday and then i'll get to the nfl when it gets here on (laughs) on sunday so uh i'll kind of be glued to the tv watching that ohio state's kind of hard way with oregon lately but obviously the biggest college football game probably of week two um so i've got a a couple of bets on that um, just so the anytime touchdown scores and, and kind of some player stats for Ohio State. Um, but that's kind of the game I'm monitoring the most at this point.
0: That's fair. I, I do have a parlay that I'm going to uh, make as, as my parlay of the week, and that is the Green Bay money line. Uh, so that's at minus 195, parlayed with the Kansas City money line at minus 250. And, Cody, this will probably surprise you a little bit, but I'm taking the Detroit Lions uh, plus eight at home versus the San Francisco 49ers, obviously not to win the game, but to play it close enough where I'm comfortable with the home dog getting eight points for them to cover. Um, Do I think the Lions are going to be good this year? No. May they be the worst team? They might be, uh, but I think this is a game that they can hang around in um, enough with, with Jared Goff. And uh, I'll take the plus eight. So that parlays at plus three or four. Um, That's my three-teamer of the week, and that's what I'm rolling with. So from my uh, notes here, we saw eye-to-eye in four of the games, and the only one that we opposed them was the Steelers and Bills. So that's uh, that's pretty good synergy for week one. I think we'll see how those pan out. Um, Cody, appreciate you being here, being on. Um, I'm sure we'll have you back later in the season for NFL or college.
1: All right, Phil, thanks very much.
0: All right, everyone, uh, your best bet on Instagram, Facebook. We might uh, put out a couple of our, our picks, Cody and Ice picks this week, uh, for you to monitor if you feel like tailing them and potentially losing. Feel free. Um, and we'll be back next week with another NFL show. And uh, thanks for listening.